said, how did we get here? I said, Lord, how did we get here, Lord? The Holy Spirit says to me, he said, because there's a lack of true worship. Do they know? There's a lack of true worship, huh? So there's a lack of true worship. There's a spirit of entertainment. There, there's a spirit of feel good in the house of God. There is a spirit of spiritual prostitution in the house. He said, in my, in, my, in my church house where people should be reverencing me, they reverence everything but me in the name of Jesus Christ. There's a lack of true worship in the church of God. And so today, the Holy Spirit's going to have his say in regards to true worship. If you don't mind grabbing your Bibles and standing on your feet, we do that here at the House of Worship at our 10 o'clock service where our mission is to glorify God and help others to personally know and grow, come to know and grow in Jesus Christ. John, the fourth chapter, familiar scripture because this is a foundational scripture for this church. And I want to preach to you from the topic today, the peculiarity of worship. The peculiarity of worship. John 4, reading out the New American Standard Bible, beginning at verse 3. This is my Bible says. I'm going to read for a minute, so stay with me. It says, he, Jesus, left Judea and went away again into Galilee. And he said, and, and he had, yeah, somebody say had. And he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a city of Samaria called Sychar, with a parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph, and Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, being wearied from his journey, was sitting thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. That means about noon. Came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. His disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Therefore, the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink, since I am a Samaritan woman? The Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. She said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob, and you, who gave us, are, are you, who gave us the well, and drank of it himself, and his sons, and his cattle? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this well will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so I will not be thirsty, nor come all the way here to draw. He said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have, you have correctly said, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. This you have said truly. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship in this mountain, and you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, an hour is coming when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers, somebody say true worshipers, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for such people, the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When that one comes, he will declare all things to us. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Maybe sit in the house of God the peculiarity of worship. The peculiarity of worship. Just a couple of three things here that we're going we're gonna to get out of here. First thing is, 
The scripture says in verse 4 that Jesus had to go to Samaria. Now, that's peculiar. Because Jews never went through Samaria. The reality is that Jews hated Samaritans. Jews looked at Samaritans as, as half-breeds, as those who compromised when, the, when the, uh, they, were, they, they were conquered. They hated Samaritans, and Jews avoided Samaria at all costs. Even though as he went from Judea to Galilee, Samaria was in a direct line, Jews always went around Samaria no matter what Happens. And so we see Jesus saying, for whatever the reason is, that from a spiritual perspective, in regards to his ministry, he had to go to Samaria. He had to go to Samaria to break into a life of a no-name woman with a bad reputation. We don't, we don't, we don't know her name. We don't know who she is, but we know she's a, she doesn't, have, she, she has a bad reputation, and she's at the well in the middle of the day. That's peculiar. To, see, you don't, you, you don't draw water in the middle of the day. You draw water early in the morning, you draw water late in the afternoon. The reason she's at the, at the well in the middle of the day is because she knows no one else will be at the well in the middle of the day, and she has a bad reputation, and so she doesn't want to deal with the women of the city in the name of Jesus Christ. So she comes in the middle of the day, but here it is, God knows where you are, and he knows where you're going to be. So he goes out of his way. He goes to a place, peculiarly, goes to a place that, he, that, that most people didn't even go to to encounter a woman who you don't know the name of, who has a bad reputation, so that he can impart to her that what it is that he wants to address in her. Huh? This is a woman that all the women hated. All the women hated her because she doesn't have five husbands and the one she with now is not her husband. So we, we, we know that she was promiscuous in nature. Huh? All the women hated her. Whenever they saw her coming, they turned their back, they hissed, they spit on the ground, if you will. All the women hated her, but all the men knew her. Huh? I want you to know today that God reserves the right to break into your life and to my life. I don't know, but I'm so glad today that he said that at one point, I got to go by and see Kyle. I, I, I got to go by and see Collins. I, I got to go by and see Tate. I, I got to go by and see Russell. I got to go by and see Burgess. I have to go by and talk to them because there's something I want to impart to them. He had to go to Samaria. Matthew 15 and 9 says, in vain do they worship me. In vain they do worship me, teaching the doctrines, the commandments of men. He said the problem we got today is because there's no true worship. He has to go by Samaria. He has to go by and see this woman. And when he finally shows up at Samaria, I want you to know that the interaction becomes all about her. I want you to know today that when it comes to Jesus, it's all about you. Uh, we read all of verses 7 through 26 and we see that Jesus goes out of his way to reveal himself to this woman. I want you to know that Jesus, that, that, that's the spirit of Christmas. That's Christ going out of his way to reveal himself to humanity. I want you to know today, I don't care who you are, that Jesus is going out of his way to reveal himself to you. Huh? Yeah, yeah. The cross is Christ going out of his way to reveal himself to you and I. It is peculiar for Jesus to ask a Samaritan woman for a favor. Huh? Yeah, she says it. She says it herself. Why are you talking to me? Why, why, why are you asking me for anything? You know, Jews don't talk to Samaritans. It's peculiar. But Christ has its purpose in his life to reveal himself to you and to reveal himself to those he comes in contact with. And one of the purposes for that is so that he can move us from the temporal to the spiritual. Uh, you see in this conversation that he's having with this no-name woman, He's talking about the spiritual. She's talking about the temporal, right? He said, give me some water. Give, 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 me, give, me, some, give me some water, please. And she said, well, you know, you, 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 you don't, you, why are you talking to me? He said, well, if you knew who I was, you'd ask me for some water. And she said, well, well how are you going to give me water? You don't, you don't have nothing to give me water with. He's, he, he's talking about spiritual water. He's talking about that thing that, that, that's, birth, that's put inside of you that, that bubbles up, that living. He's talking about giving you the Holy Ghost. That's what he's talking about in the name of Jesus Christ. He's talking about the spiritual. She's talking about the, the temporal. He's talking about eternity. She's still stuck in time. 
God comes to reveal himself to us intentionally that he might move us from our place of temporality where we are locked in by time to a place of the spirit where we are released into eternity. That's the problem we got in the church today is we're too focused on the temporal and the natural. We're too locked in the time. We're too concerned about what's happening here on earth today. We're not concerned about our eternity and what is still yet to come. Uh, you look at verses 14 and, and 15, and as God is talking to her, we see the, the spirit of sarcasm. We see the spirit of irreverence. You know, you're, not, you're, not, you're, not, you're, not greater than, you're not greater than Jacob. You're not greater than Jacob. You're not greater than his son. You're not greater than the cattle that drank, that drank here. Uh, yeah, you can give me living water, right? So I don't have to come back down here. Give me that. Give, 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 give me that water. That way I ain't got to come back down here no more. She's irreverent. She's sarcastic toward God and toward the things of God. But here's what I love about Jesus. In the midst of our irreverence, in the midst of our sarcasm, he's still patiently pursuing her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's peculiar for Jesus to ask a woman, a Samaritan woman for anything, but it's also peculiar for Christ, a rabbi, to be talking to a woman in public. It's one peculiarity after another. And all God is saying is, I just need to talk to you. I, I, stopped, by, I stopped by Samaria. I stopped by the well. I stopped because I knew you was going to be here. And all I want to do is I want to talk to you. That's all I want to do. I just want to have a conversation conversation with you in the name of Jesus Christ and here it is in the name of Christ from him talking to her uh, him talking to her uh, her sarcasm her irreverence he patiently deals with it by responding by asking her the question that cuts through he all he always asks the question that cuts straight to the marrow yeah if you talk to him long enough he'll ask you the question that cuts straight to the marrow and the question is where your husband at Cut straight to the core of who she is. And when he asked her, where uh, your husband? When he reveals to her that I, I know your sin. I, I know your infidelity. I know your mess. And the moment he does it, she brings up the question. She brings up the conversation about worship. Uh, which says that inherently in our soul and our spirit, somebody doesn't even know God, doesn't even know who God is. She's talking to God. That inherently we know that the problem that we have is related to worship. Huh? It's, it's peculiar that he, he's talking to a woman in public and all he does is talk to her. He, he said seven things to her. She says six things to him. Seven things he says to her and through talking with him, he brings her to a place of acquaintance. Uh, he brings her to a place just from talking to her that she says, oh, I see. You a man of God. You, you a prophet. You, 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 you about to get there, honey. You about to get there. Just hold on. It's coming. So you, 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 I see you a prophet. Just from him talking to her and he says, and she, she brings up the idea of worship. She brings up the topic of worship, some simply talking to God. Stay with me. From simply talking to God. God is going out of his way to have a conversation. God is going out of his way to get, grab her attention. God is going out of his way simply to be able to talk to her. And by talking with her, he brings her to a place of admitting her sin and seeking her remedy. Huh? Holy Spirit wants me to ask the question, when was the last time we talk with God. No, 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 no. no I, I'm asking when the last time. He's not asking when the, last, when the last time you prayed. No, I'm not saying that. Because when we pray, most of the time, we're not talking with God. We're talking to God. Right? He said, when was the last time you, you, you talked to God? When was the last time authentically you sat down and you, you bared yourself to God and you talked to him and you listened to him talk back and you talked back to him? When was the last time you and I talked with God, authentically talked with God? He said, well, when you talk to God, when I talk to God, when we talk to God, it reveals in the name of Jesus Christ where we are. It reveals our sin. It reveals our iniquity. It reveals our mess. It reveals our junk. It reveals what's wrong. And it reveals where the remedy is. Uh, when was the last time we really talked to God? Huh? 
When's the last time we what was just checking the box? Uh, see, I can read the word of God and still not be in the presence of God because I read the word of God with a wrong motive. I read it because I'm trying to check the box. I'm reading because I know that's what I'm supposed to do. But no, he said, when was the last time you read the word of God with the sense of God talking to you? You see, I, talk, I, just want, I just want to talk. I just want to talk to you. I want to have a real conversation with you. When's the last time you talk with God? Talking with God reveals who we are. Really reveals who we are, not who we think we are. We always have this grand, grand, grandiose idea about who we are, who, what we can do, and how, how us and God are all right in the name of Jesus Christ. But talking with God reveals who we are and who He is. There's a problem that we have is we have an irreverence for God. How, how else can you explain what's going on in the church of America today? How else can you explain what's happening in the lives of quote-unquote people who say they're Christians today? In the name of Jesus Christ, we have an irreverence for God, an irreverence for his godness. But when I talk with God, it reveals who I am, it reveals who he is, his godness and his goodness. And he shows us that in spite of our mess, in spite of, in spite of your mess, woman from Sakar, in spite of your mess, God still loves you and God's still pursuing you and God's going to save us from us. Oh, Jesus. That's what I need to be saved of for more than anything in the name of Jesus Christ. Not the criminals in the world, not the crazy stuff that's going on politically in the name, not, not, not the physicality of stuff that's happening around me, not even a disease or sickness. That's not what I need to be saved from. I need to be saved from me. The way I think, the way I do things, the way I want to, the way I perceive stuff in the name of Jesus Christ. God is saying, in spite of your mess, Colin, in spite of the junk that's in your life, in spite of the foolishness, your foolish attitude, your foolish mindset, how you do stuff and try to make like it's okay, when you know my word says the opposite, I'm still gently pursuing you. Despite all of that, I still love you. And if you let me, I'll save you from you. If you let me, I'll save you from you, but you're going to have to do what the woman in the car did you're going to have to believe. Uh, not believe just enough to get saved, but enough to change. Uh, oh, God. Change your operation. Huh? Change the way you do things. Change the way you look at things. If we will only have faith enough to believe the person of Jesus Christ and the absolute truth of God's word, he said, I'll change you and I'll change folk that you come in contact with. Isaiah 40 and 25 says, to whom then will you liken me? Who are you gonna go? Who are you going? Who am I gonna compare God to? Who is it that you're gonna say that God is equal to? Says the the Holy One. Yes, God has to go through Samaria. Jesus has to go through Samaria. Jesus has to stop by this place where He wants to have an effect on somebody's life, on your life, on my life. Yes, in that moment, it's about you. When Christ is talking to you, when Jesus is talking to us, it's, and when I'm talking to him, it's about me. But understand, it's never just all about me. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's about me. It's all about the, the woman from Sakar in this moment when, he, when he's talking to her. He, he's patiently pursuing her. She, she's talking like an idiot. She's talking like a fool. She's thinking about stuff in, in the natural. God's talking to you about the spiritual. He's trying to elevate her up here. She's all down here because that's, that's who she is. That's, that's where she hangs out. And God finally gets her to see. Uh, uh. Oh, I perceive that you are a prophet. Honey, I'm more than a prophet. I'm God. I'm more than a good man. I'm God. I'm more than your provider. I'm God. I'm more than the one that comes the storm. I'm God. I'm more than your healer. I'm God. I'm more in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm the one you can count on. I'm God. It's not just about you. It's because I got a whole village I want to impact, huh? but I pick you. I pick you to have the conversation with. I pick you to have the talk with because when you encounter me, oh, stay with me, Holy Ghost, Jesus. Eh? When you authentically encounter me, eh, 
you'll have to be changed. Uh, if, I, if you're saved, the only reason you're saved is because in that moment you authentically encountered God. Uh, and you saw him look at you and you talked with him. And because you authentically encountered him, you understood your mess. I understood my mess. And I understood I, I needed a remedy and that he was the only remedy. He said, when I fully encounter God in that moment, I'll always be changed. Uh, not only will I be changed, but others who I encounter will be changed. Uh, if you read this story, you know this girl went down. She went back after Jesus told her, I'm not, I'm him. I'm the Messiah. I know all about your stuff. I know who you are. Yeah, I, I, I sought you out. I, I met you here because I had something for you. I know who you are. That girl went back into the village and told folk, come see the Messiah. Come see the one that we, wait a minute, her. wait a minute, girl. You, you, the one, you, you the one on the low low. You are the one trying to dodge people. You, you, don't, you don't want to run into nobody. Huh? Now you out at, at the, in the town square talking about, come come, y'all need to go down to the, to the well, man. There's a guy down there who knows everything about him. Others w- will encounter God when we authentically encounter God. Hmm. Others that we know will encounter God, the people we come in contact with, they're going to encounter God if we ever authentically encounter God. Huh? But when was the last time I authentically encountered God? Huh? When was the last time I, I authentic? Let me let me let me let me read this to you. Uh, uh, a. a. W. Tozer wrote this. Thank you, thank thank you, Gabe Burgess. Um, this is a little book called uh, The Pursuit of God. Anybody knows me? You know I'm a big Tozer fan. This is this is what a. a. W. Tozer wrote. He said, "Thanks to our splendid Bible societies and to other effective agencies and the dissemination of the word, there are today many millions of people." who hold right opinions. Probably more than ever before in the history of the church. Yet I wonder if there was ever a time when true spiritual worship was at a lower ebb. To great sections of the church, the art of worship has been lost entirely. And in its place has come the strange and foreign thing called the program. This word has been borrowed from the stage and applied with wisdom to the type of public service which now passes for worship among us. That in the name of Jesus Christ, when was the last time you talked with God? When was the last time I authentically talked with God? When was the last time what I did was worship God. He says, it's never all about, just all about you. He said, it, 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 it's, it's peculiar now. This woman who has been avoiding public attention is now letting everybody know about Jesus. She has entered into a place that she brought up herself about worship. Huh? She's into a place, uh, God, God, God's saying that it's peculiar that God is looking for something. Don't you find that peculiar? God is looking for something like he don't know where it's at. Huh? Not that he doesn't know where it's at, but he's looking for something that brings him power. Says, I, that, that word I, he seeks, he said, he, he looking for, he's diligently looking for, he, he's craving after it, if you will. He's looking for that, that, that one who will worship in him spirit and in truth, that one that worship him based on the leading of the Holy Spirit according to the word of God. He says that true worshiper, which means that there is a true worshiper, that must be an untrue worshiper. And I want to declare to you today that most of what's going on in America today in churches, quote unquote, especially those ones that are not being led by the spirit. You know, I got an hour and six minutes to get this done. And Lord, if whatever you're going to do, you got to do it in an hour. If you don't, you need to get out in the name of Jesus Christ. We're saying it's got to be not fictitious. It's fictitious worship. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretend, man. It's not sincere. If it's sincere, God is ahead of it. God is in charge of it. If it's sincere, we don't get to determine how long it lasts. Uh, it's fictitious, it's counterfeit, it's simulated, it's pretended, it's imaginary, or in other words, it's just in your mind. Uh, 
You went down to a pretend church and had pretend worship in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you're just a pretend Christian. He says, oh, I'm looking for true, I'm looking, I'm searching for the true worshiper. Huh? I'm looking for one who's authentic. Listen to me, when our worship is true, sincere, we change. Mm. When our worship is sincere and true, when we encounter God in the person authentically, when we encounter the Spirit of God, when we really are worshiping, we change. Huh? When's the last time you changed? Mm. I don't know. Well, I'm not talking about you. You know, you 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 changed for a second for for a little bit. You know, we decided uh, you, you 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 swore off shrimp for 40 days. Uh, that's not change. No. When was the last time you changed? When was the last time I changed? The Word of God plainly is showing me that whenever I worship, whenever I enter into true worship, that's the problem with the church. That's the problem with the world in America. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are not entering into worship because we are not changing. See, you don't want to be, you don't, you, you don't, you don't want to be Disciple, you don't want to be shepherded. Uh, whatever you feel, whatever you think, that's what you ought to do. In the name of Jesus Christ, my 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 my, my mind is, is my God. Uh, I'm not changing. I'm not growing. I'm I'm still the same person that I was ten years ago, five years ago, three years ago. I'm not in, I'm still the same bad husband that I used to be, the bad wife I used to be. I'm still a bad parent I used to be. I'm still the bad church goer that I used to be. In the name of Jesus Christ, because I'm not worshiping, I haven't changed. When I worship, and it's true, I will change and I will change others. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so you can't be around me and not get changed. Because you are going to encounter the spirit of God that's in me, that's on me. In the name of Christ, if you hang around me long enough, what's on me is going to get on you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Others will believe and walk in faith when we believe and walk in faith. Uh, uh, come on now. Uh, don't, 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 don't get me wrong, man. Hey, yes, can I, can I be a really good Christian parent and ha have five kids and have one of them go crazy? Absolutely I can. But there's four of them five is going to get in line and do the will of God in the name of Jesus. But the best shot they got is by me walking in faith and walking in belief of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody, huh? Uh, you want your marriage to be right. Walk in faith and believe. You will you become a worshiper. Huh? You want your money to get straight. Become a worshiper in the name of Jesus Christ. You want your health to be right. Become a worshiper in the name of Jesus. When we worship God in spirit and in truth, we change. And the people we come in contact with, we change. We change. We change. Her, 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 her testimony. Her, her testimony. The woman at the Sakar. We don't. We, we still don't know her name. The woman at the car, her testimony is so strong. The visible change in her is so strong that it calls others to embrace Christ. Mm. Mm. People who don't even like her, people who hate her, people who say, girl, you better stop looking at my man before I cut you now. In, in the name of Jesus, girl, huh? They are down at the well, bowing to Jesus Christ. Said, Lord, we need you to stay around here for a few more days. He said, okay, I'll hang out for a couple of days. All of this because she, in the name of Jesus Christ, had a conversation with God, a real conversation, moved to a place of worship in the name of Christ. And through that encounter with God, she had an incredible, incredible impact on a city, huh? We, we, we have, a, we have a, a, a lot of junk clinging to us. That's why we need to encounter him daily. Huh? Yeah, we know, uh, you know, I, I'm just going to check the box, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't have to read my Bible every day. I don't have to do devotions every day. I, I, you know, I don't have to get together with my family and do devotions, man. I, we, I, I really don't. I, really don't, I, really don't, I don't need all of that, you know. No, I, I came to tell you today, yeah, 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 we do, yeah, we do, yeah, we do. Because we got so much junk on us. Huh? 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 Anybody watching anybody watch TV? Because you're watching TV, you're getting junk on you. Uh, uh, the, the junk you watch, maybe, oh, the junk, I, 
in commercial, just a commercial. Maybe it ain't the program. This is a commercial, okay? You watch a decent program, but the, the, the commercial is junk. Drive down the street, junk. Go to work, junk. There's so much mess on us uh, yeah. that we have to encounter him in the name of Jesus Christ on a daily basis to have that conversation with him on a daily basis, to move into a place of true worship with him on a daily basis that we might be changed today, that we might go from glory to glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we can never we can never authentically encounter God and not be changed. You know why? Not all cases. And I certainly have nothing against big churches or, you know, hey man, nothing wrong with that in and of itself. But do you know why a lot of churches are big? Because you can't encounter God. You cannot encounter a semblance, a facsimile. You can, you can encounter an imaginary Jesus Christ. You can encounter a fictitious relationship or encounter with God, but you cannot encounter the authentic power of the presence of God because if you could, you'd be changed. And here it is, you can even come to an authentic house of God. And that the, the power of the presence of God can be all around you. But if you are under the bondage of Satan in the name of Jesus Christ, because huh? there were a whole lot of people, I hear you, I hear you, Bishop Harkless, there's a whole lot of people in the name of Jesus Christ that was around God that never followed God. Huh? Huh? He, 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 wants, he wants us he wants to have our attention. He wants us to, to worship him in spirit and truth. Isaiah 45 says, and the glory of God shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has, has spoken. God is trying to elevate our vision from the temporal and time to the spiritual and eternal. And for you and I to accomplish what it is that God has designed for us to accomplish here in the earth realm for his glory, it is impossible for us to do this without a significant encounter with him on a regular basis. Help me, Jesus. Huh? So let me give you this. I'm going I'm to give you this and then we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go home. Keep the peculiarity of worship. See, Christ was peculiar in his day. He, when the Pharisees and the Sadducees saw him, they heard him. What, 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 what manner of man is this? The way he talks, teaches with authority. Everybody else doing this, he's doing that. All, the, all, the, all his disciples, they, all, the, all the other prophets, his disciples are doing this. They, they're do, he, he was peculiar. Don't you know that God has called us to live a life of peculiarity? Every, the cultures, if, if, if we are in line with the culture in the name of Jesus Christ, we, we are not in the name of Jesus Christ operating in the power of the Holy Spirit. Huh? You, you, are, you have been designed, authentic believer, authentic believer, you have been designed, we have been designed to be peculiar, to stand out, to look different in the name of Jesus Christ than everybody else that we encounter, unless they are another true believer. Yeah, yeah. So let me let me let me give you this, and I'm, I'm going I'm going I'm going to go home. Holy Spirit says today God is going out of His way to get our attention. Today, right now, look what's going on in the world today. God is going out of His way to get our attention. Uh, Listen to the voice of God that's being spoken to you even in this moment. God is going out of his way to get our attention. He wants to engage us. Not in a superficial way, not in a fictitious way, not in an imaginary way, not in some quasi-insincere way, but he wants to authentically engage us. He wants to authentically talk to me and you. Yeah. If we engage because we don't have to engage. We can say, well, I got my fire insurance, man. Don't take all of that. And I hope you do have your fire insurance. 
But it does take all of that. If we engage with him, sincerely talk with him, it will always open our eyes to who he really is and it will allow us to see ourselves in the world around us as Christ sees it. That's a problem we got in the church today. We don't see God for who he really is. For how could we without all the reverence we got just like the woman at the well? She didn't see Christ for who he is because how could she with all of the reverence that she had, all the sarcasm she had? We'll see Christ as he is. We are see ourselves as we are. We'll see the world as he sees it. We will see our mess and we'll see our only remedy. Worship. It is through authentically talking with God that we develop a true acquaintance with God. It is through authentically talking with God that we develop a true acquaintance with God. Or in other words, if we are not regularly having an authentic conversation with God, the God that we think we know may not even be God. This true acquaintance with God, which always leads to a deep reverence of God, that always shows itself in worship. Stay with me, I'll go through that again. Huh? If I'm talking with God, authentically talking with God on a regular basis, we develop a real acquaintance of God. And when I have that acquaintance of God, it automatically takes me to a place of deep reverence for God. Huh? It is the place of deep reverence for God that true worship is born out of. Huh? Worship is not simply what we do on Sundays at church. Yeah. Worship is a lifestyle of obedience that makes Jesus Christ the center of our world. Is Christ the center of our world? If I followed you around, if you followed me around, if someone who wasn't a believer followed us around, would they watch us making decisions that prove that Jesus was the center of our world? That's what an authentic believer is, is someone who holds Christ as the center of the world, not by what they say, but what their lifestyle reveals. Yeah. Worshiping Jesus is an act of surrender to the Holy Spirit that positions us for the supernatural release of God's power into our lives. We're standing around wondering why our life is deficient here and why it's deficient here and why can't I have this and why won't God do that? Perhaps it's simply because I haven't worshipped. Not really. Uh, we will change. When we worship God, we will change and continue to change. And those we encounter will change because of the power of God in our lives. problem today is that the authentic, true, living God does not have our attention. I'll say that again. The problem today is that the authentic, true, living God does not have our attention, but let me prophesy now in the name of Jesus Christ that he may not have it now, but it's coming, baby. You, he's going to have it. Something bad's going to have to happen, but he's going to have it unless the church, unless you and I repent from our sins, unless we have an authentic talk with God and reach a place of deep reverence for him and we shed all the mess and garbage that's in our life and make him truly the center of our world. I came to tell you, Church America, the wrath of God is waiting to fall and it begins with the house of God. Problem problem today is that God doesn't have our attention. We have not sincerely talked with him lately. Our worship has not been ordained by God, but it's been made up by men. It is purely imaginary. God sees it as counterfeit, and it provides us with no acquaintance 
with God. And as a result, no spiritual power. We see this as truth today in the world that we live in. But I came to encourage us all that while that may be true in this moment, that does not have to be true tomorrow. Come on, somebody, huh? That we can change, we can repent, we can be authentic in our relationship with God. We can cry out and say, Lord, I, I, show, show, I don't know how to talk to you. Help me to understand how to talk to you. I, I don't know how to make you preeminent. I don't know how to put you first. I, I've been living a life that you've been second, third, or fourth. I don't know where you're being, Lord God. I know that, you, I, that you're not the center of my world. I want you to be the center of my world, Lord God. Help me, show me, Holy Ghost, how to do what it is I need to do, Lord that you might be the center of my life, Lord. I might be peculiar because you are peculiar people, holy nation, you are royal priesthood. You don't operate like everybody else operates. I, I, I need you to change, but I need to talk to you. I need you to want to hear my voice. So, Father, now in the name of Jesus Christ, we, we receive your word, Lord. Receive your word, sir. Receive your voice, Lord. We, we want to be right. Thank you for this word, Father, your this voice. Lord, this clarion call, if you will, that turns our eyes back to the cross, Lord. Turns our eyes back to creation. It turns our eyes, Lord God, back to the absolute truth of your bigness, your greatness, your power, your sovereignty, Lord God. Thank you, sir, for reminding us, sir, that we are desperately in need of you. That the world we live in, Father, we, 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 don't, we don't need more of anything except your spirit, Lord God. Help us, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, to become desperate, Lord for your presence, for your preeminence, for your word, for your people, for your house, Lord God, for your spirit, Lord God, for all that is of you, sir, in the name of, take our eyes off of time and the, tempor the temporality of life, sir, and put it on eternal things, Lord. Time is winding up and winding up quickly, Lord. Uh, Father, Take this time and use it for your glory. Take this moment, Father. Put our eyes on you, Lord. Take this moment and let our hearts yearn for you like they have never, like have never yearned for you before. We give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory. Right now, in Christ's name we pray. Amen. I want you just to stand on your feet if you would. Stand on your feet. No matter where you are. Again, the sound of my voice, if you're watching by the internet, however you might be watching, I want everybody if you could to stand on your feet for a second. I want you to close your eyes just for a second, because right now it's about you. It's about you, and it's about him. And, and, and if you're here today, if you could hear me talking to you right now, and, and you, you hear, you feel the presence of God, you feel this tugging at your heart, this tugging at your spirit that says it's, 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 it's time to get right. And you know that you haven't given your heart to Christ and you know that you've been walking outside of God's will and his purpose and his plan for your life. You know you haven't talked to him lately. Perhaps you, you have this relationship that's not even fully Pledge that's really authentic, that, that, that maybe even your, your service, your quote-unquote worship, it's been mm, at best imaginary, at best it's been counterfeit. You hear God talking to you right now. I just ask you right now in your spirit just to, just to, just to, speak, to, to speak to God right where you are. You don't have to say it out loud. You can whisper it if you want to. You can say it in your heart. But right now you can, you can just speak to God. He wants to talk to you. He wants to get your attention. If you don't know him in the free pardons of your sins, you never ask him to be coming to your heart and become your Lord and to become your Savior, to become your master. Now, this is your time to do that right, right, right now in the name of, of Jesus Christ. 
want you to do it right now. Just say, Lord, I, I, I want you to take over. I want you to have your way in my life, Lord. I'm tired of living a life I, I've been living no matter what, what that is. I want you to be first in my life, Lord. I, I need you. I need you. When, it's all, when this whole thing is over, I want to stand before you. And I, I want to hear you say that I did a good job. I want to hear you say, come on in to, the, to, 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 to my glory. I want to hear you say, I want you to help me now, Father. I need you now. I want you to ask him to come into your heart. If you've already given him your heart, if you've already given him your life, what would you ask him right now? What you you ask him? If you, if you ask him, if you, if you call him the name of Jesus, if you ask him, if you ask him in sincerity, if you ask him in truth, if you ask him with an open heart, just say, Lord, I, I need you. I want to be different. I, I want to be changed, Lord God. I, I want you to be first in everything in my life. I, I, don't, I don't want to walk through this life pretending to be something that I'm not. I want to be authentic, Lord God. I, I want to change. I, I want to change and change again. I want you to change me until you mold me into the image of Jesus Christ. Until you mold me into the image of Christ. And I want people that come in contact with me to change, not because of anything that I do, but because of you on me, because of you in me, Lord. Because you're the first in my life, Lord. I want to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I want to stand on your word boldly, Father, unequivocally, not backing up, Lord God, but pushing forward, Lord. I want the world to see me as peculiar the way they see you. Pray that prayer today. Pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it. Just call on the name of Jesus. Just pour out your heart to him. Be, be real, man. Huh? Be real. The last time you were just real, you just poured it out. Huh? I'm not trying to pretend you know all about me anyway. I'm not trying to pretend to be something. I'm, I'm struggling in some areas. I got some problems, Lord God. Uh, I need you to fix me, Jesus. Uh, woo. I want you to come into my heart, Lord. I want you to take over. I want you to take charge. I, I got habits I need to get rid of, Lord God. I got addictions I need to throw down, sir. I got some friends I need to put in the rearview mirror, Lord God. Woo. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't love you the way I got, like I should. I don't love your word the way I should. I don't love your house the way I should, Lord. Tending like I'm so holy and I, I just know you so much and I love you so much, Lord God. But you know, you know, you know, Lord, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. I want to be real. I want you to use me. I want to advance your kingdom, Lord. When people come in contact with me, they come in contact with your spirit, Lord God. I don't just want to have you. I want you to have me, Lord Jesus. Let these up to you, Father. Under the sound of my voice. Ask you to make a difference in their lives. I should encourage them, Lord. Encourage us, Lord. Encourage us, Lord. Get our attention, Lord. Talk to us, Lord. Let us talk with you. Take us to a place of deep reverence for you that what might be born in us is that spring of living water that will cause us to worship you in spirit and in truth. Not just on Sunday, Lord, but even on Monday when I'm driving into work, Lord God. Hey, even on Tuesday night, Lord God, when I'm sitting around the house, sir, reading your word, Father, that your spirit would just rush in upon me, sir, and I would be filled with tears and fall down in praise and adoration and worship, Lord. Oh, I want to be used, sir. Wanted to be revealed that I am a servant of the one true living God. Yeah. Not just in speech, but in deed, Lord. And even when the devil encounters me, sir, that he might tremble at the power of your presence, sir. Oh, do a work in me, sir. Oh, won't you pray it today? Won't we pray it today? Do a work in me, sir. 
I give myself back to you, Lord God. You might do a work in me, Father. No matter what's required, sir. No matter the pain, sir. No matter what it is, Father, that needs to be done. Oh, Father, break the devil's back, Father. Push me face down into the dirt, Lord God. If it brings you honor and glory, break all, all rebellion in me, Lord God. Make me surrender, sir. That's how bad I want it, Lord. That's how I need it, Lord God. I give you permission, Master, to make me surrender. Oh, Lord, that the church, America, would pray it, Lord. Oh, the pastors all over America would pray. The deacons and preachers and spiritual leaders would pray it, sir. The true believers all over the world would pray it, Master. You surrender it all to you. That you might make us what you want us to be. That we might be poured out like water. Yeah. Torn on the altar of living sacrifice. Broken into pieces, sir. That you might be honored. That you alone might be glorified. That you, sir, might be magnified. Crush our flesh. Burst forth your glory. Wash over the landscape of our lives, even the landscape of this nation. Holy Ghost, that all flesh might bow in honor and submission to your holy name. forevermore. In Christ's name that we pray. All of God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the the house of God. We begin this moment to move forward now and continue worship 